and welcome back to the Villager's Voice. I'm Rachel. And I am Chris. And hello. Hi. And welcome back. <laughs> yes, hello. We are here. We are here. Um, we have much to discuss. We have some changes to the show that we would like to discuss and all things Animal Crossing. So let's just get into the birthdays. So on the bulletin board, not the birthday board. It's the um, birthday board this week. That's it, what I'm saying. Like Loki, it is. Um, here's who you can wish a happy birthday this week. We've got Ed, Whitney, Bubbles, Fuchsia, Norma, Octavian, Henry, and Anka. What a stacked week for birthdays. You Henry, know? Henry, his power. Miss Anka? I want Henry so bad. I know. He's very important to me. He is very important. Well, he's not going to be during my Frog Island because, because I, ha- I, I can't I have wanted, Hug and Henry too. I wanted smugs. Henry because he was like one of the only other smugs that I really was interested in. So you should snatch Henry. I want Henry and Ribot. Yes. Honestly, the frogs really popped off. Maybe they really you should do did. a frog island of all of my Why, leftover the frogs. Fucking land of misfit toys, the frogs you didn't want on your island. It's not that I didn't want them, it's just I can't have twenty villagers and you know, it's not my fault. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, and then for a fact this week, this is called Brutus the Glitch Bulldog. Uh, So it says, way back in 2002, rumors circulated about a glitch-causing purple bulldog character in the... Bulldog. Bulldog (laughs) in the GameCube Animal Crossing. His name was Brutus. After moving into town, he'd send messages in binary, and entering his house makes the game crash. When players restart, he and his house are gone. This character has never been confirmed as real, but Nintendo France named a later bulldog character after the legend. Interesting. So it's like an urban legend for the Animal Crossing community. I love that. Um, I, I can imagine this in like fucking like 2003 forums, you know, like somebody posting like Guys, a glitched the, photo. The binary thing? Yeah. Like the one person that's finally learned Photoshop and like posts a photo of like this and everybody's like, oh my God, like. I love that. I wouldn't put it past them to pull, like, in the earlier games, like, the Stardew Valley level, like, secrets, you know? Yeah, and just, like, glitches in general. I mean, after last week's fact about, like, the sports day, like, demo world you could glitch to. Yeah, You know, it's just, like, that's what older games were. They just had stuff like that. And, like, the ability to throw cheats in there and everything. Like, what were the (laughs) Animal Crossing cheats back in the day? Oh, my God. It's just, like, Tony Hawk Pro Skater cheats or, like... You know, anti-gravity in um, <laughs> Animal Crossing. I saw there was a funny tweet. It was like uh, the speech, you know, you could talk in New Horizons, like a speech bubble, um, like yeah. the text, and it will show up in the game. Uh, somebody opened that up, and they wrote BB Move Objects in there. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> and, Can which you is fucking imagine? A glitch for The Sims, and it's just like, well, that would be so funny if they had something like that, and it's like, you just move villagers' houses for free or something, you know? Or just, like... The objects, new You don't have to move services. them on the grid. Because that's the that's oh the key God. factor of BB Move Objects is that you don't have to move them on the grid anymore. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And that would be incredible in this game. <laughs> Especially because, like, you would maybe be able to put rugs outside. Can you tell I'm very, Honestly, like, on I want to go into what would be more glitches that we... Or not glitches, but, like, cheat codes that we could put into here. But, like, first, I think we should talk about... Um, the update. Our, our our update. Our update. So this is the official Villager's Voice podcast retraction. No. No. Um, so we want to announce that our show is no longer going to be weekly, which I know is going to disappoint some people. Honestly, like it does make me sad that yeah. it's not going to be weekly anymore. And so we're going to get into like why that is. But f- first of all, for our lovely patrons... Um, we are going to be shutting it down Yes, at the end. Like this was the last month of it. Um, starting in October, you won't be charged for October. Yes. That is the next month that is coming up. Uh, <laughs> Where's my brain? I, I had to think about that for a second. Yeah. Same. So yeah. Cause I it's just, just not fair to like have you guys supporting the show and then it's not weekly anymore. You know yeah. What I mean? And we just really appreciate that you guys would want to support the show financially. And it really means a lot to us. And the help that you gave us was very, very appreciated. And generous. Yeah. I so, will say if you, Anybody out there wants to continue uh, supporting our work, 
financially that we have on our Twitch channel. If you subscribe to our Twitch channel, which it is September right now, and you get up to 30% off your first month of subscription. Uh, But it's never required. Everybody just listening or watching our content is support. Yeah, seriously. We appreciate it. Um, well, I don't think we would ever be like someone that would ever do like a sub only stream ever. Like yeah. we've never even done just like Patreon episodes. I don't know. I just find like locking content behind a paywall to be not fun. No. Um, and so that's what's going on with the Patreon first of all. And yeah, we, there's a lot of reasons why there, yeah, we're going to be doing reasons. this. So the podcast is not ending. First no, of all. we are going to put up episodes whenever there is enough to talk about to be honest (laughs) and that could mean like okay there's an update because like that's the thing we've been struggling with what to do because we know that our time has become really devoted to the twitch family and the discord um both of which we're not disappearing from we are like just dumping all of our energy into twitch and discord um all of the links to that are in the description and our twitter and stuff yep but i like, I never wanted to get rid of the podcast because I just know that the minute we did, they would just, like, give us Brewster. And then everyone's going to be like, what the fuck? We want to hear what you guys think about this. And you so, think we could leave without our man being announced? No. <laughs> so I think the way that it's going to work now is just we're going to – we're not really setting a time limit on, like, when we're uploading and things. Um, and that honestly gives us nice freedom to be able to work on all the other things that we have going on in our lives. And then when there is like either like a juicy content update or a new season or, or direct. a direct patches that are like really important or yeah. like something just happening in the community, mm-hmm. we still want to talk about it because we still love animal crossing and everything that's been going on. And I love that I have a platform where I get to sit here and talk about my favorite game franchise and Mm -hmm. it's like, I don't know, listen to like, instead of it just being me and Chris talking alone. (laughs) I'd say it's like, since we're not really going to be following a like set schedule, the best way to, you know, be alerted as to when we'll have new episodes is to either subscribe to us on whatever uh, podcasting platform you're currently listening to us on. Yeah, true. Or, uh, if you are in our Discord, we will post in our announcements channel every time that there's a new episode. We also post on our Twitter every time that there's a new episode. So yeah. there's plenty of places to just be alerted to when we'll have new episodes, but it just won't be on any sort of cadence at yeah. all. And honestly, that uh, the pressure, I just can't take the pressure of it, <laughs> that one TikTok. Um, that's going to be nice because we've been kind of struggling the last couple of weeks where... Um, in these wild and unprecedented times, I get to use it. Yes. Stop. <laughs> in these wild times. No. Um, just because obviously there hasn't been a ton of updates lately and we haven't been playing as much. And I just feel like we are like, you know, really Scraping stretched the bottom thin. of the barrel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to come up with like things to talk about. And like, I do have up like ideas still like in my brain for episodes that don't even have to revolve around updates. It's just, I want to take the pressure off of it. Um, and just keep this as like a little nice bonus addition to our content that we yeah. do. Um, because our focus honestly has just moved to Twitch. Um, because we just have it. I think I think the reason for that is, like, one, obviously we can play, like, all of the... Because we're not just Animal Crossing players. Like, we play a little bit of everything. So we do play Animal Crossing on our Twitch, but we also play a variety of other games. We're variety streaming. She's variety. Um, (laughs) Because I can never stick to one thing as bisexual, and that is game. Um, But also I think it's just the, the interaction that you get from a live audience because it's just, like, our chat, like... And this community that has... Like, I feel like the podcast listeners that are not involved in Twitch and Discord, like, I would love for you to come home <laughs> um, because we just have so much fun. And this just became like it just grew outside of Animal Crossing so much. And like the interaction that we get and it's like in real time yeah. and it feels like I, I mean, I have made like a, so many friends through doing this podcast mm-hmm. and I don't know. So that's where we're putting all of our heart and soul. We're trying to like save up money for a PC so we can play even more games on our streams and stuff. And so that's just where it's going to stand, but we're never going to like stop this podcast 
because unless they just like stop giving us shit to talk about in general, yeah. like they're done supporting the game. Mm-hmm. But uh, for our Twitch, we are as of right now streaming on Mondays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Um, yeah, Monday and Thursday we do 6 p.m. PST, and Saturday it's at noon PST. So it's a little afternoon moment. Yes. And we might even start, like, with the podcast not being a weekly thing, we might even be adding an extra day just because we'll have a little bit but more But we're taking time. it one step at a time right now. Yeah. You know? I tend to pile on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to say again that we really appreciate, you know, this has been, like, such a light in like the times that we are currently in, especially when the game first came out and uh, just all the excitement around a new release and our favorite game series. And we just were like, let's make a podcast about it. And then now we're at this point and there's so many of you out there that are listening to us every week and we really appreciate it. And we don't and want you to think, like, it's not goodbye, it's see you soon. Like yeah. that. <laughs> Hags, have a great summer. No. Because, um, like, seriously, like, I, I, the way that this started was we had another podcast that was not at all about video games. I mean, we ended up talking a lot about video games. Just because it's part of our life, yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't about video games. And then that went on for like four years. And I know we've said this before, but for anyone who's new, like that went on for four years and then that ended and it actually ended in like a September, right? And then we took time off and we were like, we oh my had- God. Yeah. September is just the month of us being like, you know what? Let's shake it up. <laughs> it really is. I don't know what it is about <laughs> it, but you know, it ended and we had no plans to start another podcast because we had been doing that consistently for four, years, for four yeah. years. For our time, we were doing like two episodes a week, which like thinking back how, I know you yeah. were laid off, but like yeah. how, <laughs> um, and then once things started like getting closer to animal crossing launch, like I think probably around like January, we were like, oh man, like what's going to happen when that game comes out? Like we're going to leave so many people hanging on the old we podcast. We just talked about it so much on the old podcast that we were like, we feel we're, our original idea was to just release an, a one-off episode for the release of New Horizons to our old podcast as like a surprise to everybody. But then as we got more information, we were like, how would we just how would we do that how would we do it for one episode we need to like do a new show and i was like are you like really prepared to like try to tackle like a new podcast right now because like his job's like wild i'm running my own business like yeah this is before twitch really and we were like i don't know i just feel compelled to do this and it was just really fun and it still is really fun and like i never expected i think I'm going to get emotional. I just oh never God. expected like what we've gotten out of it. Like, I'm sorry. Like the, the people that we've met and become close with and like the endless hours of serotonin that this community has provided to my shitty little shriveled up brain, <sighs> it, especially with everything that's been going on. It has been such a point of like absolute bliss and a much needed break from reality Mm -hmm. and I cannot thank everyone enough for listening to our little animal crossing podcast and growing it into something that it is now like you know so we're not going anywhere we're not going anywhere and we're still (laughs) gonna stay the villagers voice we're not even like we're not turning into like you know like rebranding ourselves away from animal crossing no I'm literally keeping everything the same in terms of like logo and name and everything because it's we're the VV community like that is stuck and if you enjoy listening to us and you maybe you play a bunch of other games and you'd like to see what we're playing, like you can follow us on Twitch. But if you just want to chat about Animal Crossing, we still have a ton of Animal Crossing related channels in our Discord. Tons of people there that are ready and willing to discuss all things Animal Crossing. Yeah. So we just highly recommend you hop over there if you need to do some trading, stock market, you want to just share some photos. Looking for a villager. Yeah, there's we got it all. And like I know <laughs> with like me making my frog island, like I will be doing villager hunts. I'm just waiting for people to move out cuz I'm trying not to time travel right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we're going to be doing like more Animal Crossing streams and stuff coming up and obviously like as updates come out we will be right back here in the seat just fucking going in because yeah. I mean be we a lot did a about. fucking half hour show on a 2 minute trailer so you know 
And I'm feeling that look, trailer coming soon. Yeah, I feel it in my bones. It's like, coming. It, it was my prediction that it would be in a week from today would be when the um, right. trailer would drop for fall. So we might have an episode next week if my bones are correct. And his <laughs> his bones are aching. It's raining out here. My bones and he's are literally really... icing his hand right now because yeah, it's like... Yeah, my creepy. bones are really aching. <laughs> Um, so I think that's, you know, everything in regards to our changes. Um, and we just appreciate, like, I'm already just gonna preemptively say I appreciate all the support. I know we're going to get a bunch of messages from people being like, oh my God. (laughs) But like, I just, I think you're perfect. You perfectly surmised it with, you know, it's not goodbye. It's see you later. Oh yeah. (laughs) Cause it's true. I mean, we're still, we're still making the show. It's just not on a weekly cadence. Yeah. She's not dead. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, we have a lot of other things that we want to talk about in the world of Animal Crossing. So we don't have any horizon hacks this week. So we're just going to jump right into the old cranny. Yes. Okay. So something that I wanted to talk about, this article came out like a week ago. Um, there was a conference. Uh, it was Japan's Computer Entertainment Developers Conference. The CEDEC ah, yes. for short, Cedric. That's okay. what I'm going to call it. Um, <laughs> and the producer of Animal Crossing that worked on New Horizons was talking about a bunch of shit, but something that I thought was really interesting was kind of like the breakdown that they did for the ages, like the age category of people that are playing this game. And this mm-hmm. is specifically New Horizons. Yeah. And also like the gender of people that are playing this game, which like, okay, gender is stupid and none of it matters. But I do think it's interesting because... There's a little bit of like sexism that exists in this world. <laughs> That's really, <laughs> wow. that sums it up. There's a little, there's just a tiny bit of sexism in this world. No, there's a ton of it. Um, and especially in the gaming industry, it she is, she's everywhere. Prevalent. Yes. And I feel like when, you know, people talk about Animal Crossing, everybody's just like, oh my God, that's just a game for like fucking girls. I'm like, ah. and like, you're not a gamer. If you're a girl and the only game you play is Animal Crossing and like blah, 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 blah as if this game like is not a video game and that literally is all you need yeah. to be saying that you play video games. Um, but I just thought this article was very fascinating. So they gave us some insight on who's been playing and apparently they're surprised because majority of the people that are playing Miss New Horizons are in their 20s and 30s. That does not surprise me at all. But they're surprised. Because that is just the people that have grown up with it and also more of the people that are probably in a more likely financial situation where they could buy a switch to be able to play it. Yes. And so they, (laughs) they were actually saying that they, uh, they imagined that there would be more like, you know, young adults and like teens and stuff and even younger playing this game. And they think that the reasoning is like when it launched was in March and there hasn't really been like a holiday. And so they're expecting the numbers of much younger people skyrocketing around holiday. Yeah, because yeah, a lot of people are just waiting to get their console for, like, you know, winter holidays. Yeah, there'll be sales and whatnot, so... Exactly, like, I I, I don't know if they would go, like, Well, you Black know what, Friday Nintendo moment. is not exactly the most common to have But I can imagine a lot of, of people yeah. are emailing Santa about her. Oh, you know yeah. What I mean? Ooh, send Santa a text message. And it hasn't been, like, a whole year since the release, so that's just, like, about their expectations. But they also let slip that there is a pretty even split, like almost nearly 50-50 of men and women that are playing this game. And obviously everybody in between is playing it. Like who isn't playing it? Yeah. Um, But I just think that's interesting um, because there's also like a weird stigma against like men that play this game for whatever reason, which is absolutely batshit to me. I just... It's toxic masculinity. It's not really that wild, you know? Okay, It's just like, that's (laughs) just the T. It's a cutesy game with like buying clothes and talking to cute animal villagers and that's not manly rachel like that that's hated yeah you can't be doing that not like all of this is so dumb considering like the games that i've put the most amount of time into like hundreds of hours or Mm. days even so like me it's animal crossing the sims those are both like oh wow we get it but then it's literally gta 5 (laughs) GTA 5, I have, like, weeks of my actual life that have been put into this game numerically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like, none of this fucking matters. None of it matters. It's like, if you think about it, too, like, 
Pokemon is similar. It's just you're not fighting in Animal Crossing. But, like, Pokemon is just a ton of cute little pocket monsters that yeah. you're collecting. And there's clothing. and Yeah. So, I mean. And that one is very wild. Like, that one is very accepted in, like, yeah, yeah. The, the men, the toxic men gaming sphere. Which, yes. like, just is interesting. But that is some statistics for you. You know? We love numbers. And also I mean, there is like that weird stigma where they're like, oh my God, like, cause like Chris and I are 28. Right. And there's like that weird stigma where they're like, oh, you're playing Animal Crossing. Like, isn't that for kids? Like it is for kids because yeah, it is definitely. a very family friendly game. There's no violence. Like there's lots of things that you can do, but I love games like this where there's such a, like a layer of depth to them that like you for example like when we're playing like the gamecube game and you're like i barely even uncovered like any of this shit when i was a kid because you know you're not like looking for all these like layers to it and stuff and all these like things that you could advance and like i think about these games that are often geared for kids that adults play that are like that are like so much harder beneath the surface like viva pinata for example all these games that are like kid forward always have a layer that's like the developers are thinking about the parents that are going to be maybe playing along with their kids and like, you know, will be able to process more of like the complexities and under layers of the puzzles or like the more challenging aspects of things where you have to like actually sit there and be like, how do I save money? Like a kid has no concept of like, how do I save money? Yeah. 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 I don't know if like they didn't exactly take into account to just like, yeah, like, our generation, the millennial generation, is, like, the one that grew up with this since, like, that GameCube era. And, uh, like, they are, like, gamers from that generation are more likely to just be Gamers playing, for life. Gamers <laughs> for life, but, like, playing games in, and introducing their kids to yeah. games and then playing them. Like, I see so many, it's like, oh, I'm playing Animal Crossing with my family. Yeah. And, like, we're all either on an island or we all have our own switches and we play together online. And it's like, I like taking that into account, there's going to be a lot more of people our age that are playing this game. And they clearly expected that from a development aspect because they focused a lot on that like local co-op gameplay that is so different now from old games where in an old game, it was just like, yes, you could have like your brother or sister or your kid move into your town in a home and they they could play. play. Yeah. Yeah, You could never play together. And so that's so cool that that Mm -hmm. exists. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I just think like, I like statistics. I I like learning about these kinds of things. I like confirmation bias. Oh my God. (laughs) I love her. Love to be right. I think another thing is that, this idea that adults can't enjoy like happy, youthful, cute things and that we just have to be all fucking depressed. I don't know. We're already depressed. Let me enjoy my cute frog. I talked to like on a Tuesday, bring it back again to what you said, the Viva Pinata, which is like, I don't remember how Viva Pinata started. Is it like a, it was a television show, something like that, like a cartoon. I think, I think, and it's just about like pinatas that are alive and they're all cute so and they have dumbass cute. names. Like the worm is called a worm and shit a like that. Worm. I'm telling you, I want to do an episode in the future that's just like all games that I think you guys would enjoy if you like Animal Crossing and you don't know what to play. That is like my number one recommendation is Viva Pinata. It's like you are in charge of a garden. And you have to plant different flowers and things and like terraform your garden to attract different pinatas. And your goal is to attract a whole bunch of different pinatas to your garden to like have it filled with life. Yeah. And it is so fun. They all have like very varying degrees of difficulty to get to show up. But like, yeah, it's. Definitely, like, the show or the content beforehand and the game are definitely, like, towards kids. It's very cute, and, like, there is, like, a surface layer that is, like, very simple to understand, Mm -hmm. and it's just adorable, but then there is an incredibly complex underlayer of, like, getting variations on pinatas, and, like, some of the, like, really hard-to-get pinatas require the most complex tree of things to do yeah like it gets really wild so like 
there's all these games that just like satisfy needs of so many like different age groups. Yeah, so it's like and different stupid, like attention spans. It's in really general. dumb to just like put it into boxes at games. Like, oh, this is only for this type of people, and this is only for this type of people because like there's something in all these games for everybody. Yeah. You know. So that's just dumb. Yeah. Let's move away from that. Okay. <laughs> I know you have an article. Uh, yeah. So I saw two articles from Polygon, which is online publication for video games, that were talking about different subsects within Animal Crossing that have developed from New Horizons. Okay. And the first one is fashion designers. And it is like famous ones or like people that are like people up and coming people that just started making clothes in the game and got really famous on social media for oh. their clothes. And now it's to the point where there are like designers and they will release collections of clothes and like people will wait for these collections and then run to like download them from able sisters, which is like, if you think about it, this is so much more possible in New Horizons, because even though it's still not enough, we have 50 slots for designs. And then yes. we have uh, the Able Sisters online searching thing, which, I mean, you could put in creator codes before they gave us that. But right. like, now you can search, too. Um, so this and you makes, can, like, favorite people, so you'll be ready for the drop, too. Yeah, this just makes it so easily available to get all these designs instead of trolling through Tumblr God. Like looking for QR codes to scan. The you know? years I've spent <laughs> with only get... eight fucking custom designs that you could use. And then the QRs, it would be like you take the picture and you're like, "All right, cool, I'm ready." And then it would be like not readable on your yeah, DS because like it was much just JPEG. a little blurry. Yeah, <laughs> God. And this is nice though. I like the collections aspect because like I often get bored easily of the clothing that I'm wearing. I feel like that's the one thing I'm consistently changing in this game is the way that my character looks yeah. in terms of like my outfit and everything. And then you just like keep saving over your slots. You know what I mean? So you don't even have to like totally fill up your thing with designs. You know what I mean? Like you could just be like, all right, that was so last season or last collection. I'm going to wear this now. Yeah, I know. It's like, oh my God, you're wearing last season's you're, look. Are you really wearing the fall 2020 mushroom set? Yeah. God, we're in winter. <laughs> and so like it, there's been like one designer whose name is Christine who got famous by a butterfly collection that they made okay. where a whole bunch of different dresses and clothing pieces inspired by the butterflies of the game. We should link this article yeah, with this episode yeah, so people these. can get these designs. Because yeah, I'm honestly, I want to It's just look. like, you know, it's people just either blowing up by like one clothing piece that they made. Or there's uh, another designer whose name is, if I can find it in the article, uh, Shiv Rangila, who makes Indian textiles. Okay, Like, cool. trying to fill the void of, like... This game has done a lot better in terms of, like... Representation. Providing, yeah, clothes from different cultures and representation, but they're taking it a step further. Right. And designing uh, even more traditional Indian clothing... That's very ...for the cool. game. So, like, this is... This aspect of Animal Crossing is, like, very cool in the fact that, like you know, people can express themselves yeah. so much more easily, even though, like... And also <laughs> share it so much more They easily. were, like, like, there was... They t interviewed some of them for this article, and, like, their main complaints were, like, one, I wish that I could use the stylus... Yeah. <laughs> ...for these. And They're doing God's work I doing know. it without a stylus. Holy shit. And, two, obviously, the amount of uh, spaces that you can have for designs, which right. just, like, why... <laughs> There's no reason for not having more than 50 now. Like, Especially when you know that they're, like, if you delete your island, your designs still stay in the cloud. And so yeah. they're allowing for that, but then, like, individually, you can only have... Like, I can understand, like, there's storage Like, your local system would have... These are very, very simple pixel arts. Your system could store so many of these yeah. without like taking up any amount of space. Especially when you think about the amount of people that literally only have just this game on their Switch. Truly, yeah. Like, so many people bought a Switch, just have this game, no thought, just Animal Crossing. Another yeah. club. Like, that's it. 
and like go off, you know, I barely have, I have like maybe like we played a lot before I got my switch. It was mostly all the games that were like local co-op or just on Chris's. So on mine, I have like maybe six games, like it's yeah. not a lot. I don't know. And then they also made shout out to the animal crossing pattern tool, which is just the one where you can take photos and it yeah. digitizes them kind of like, uh, was it like cross stitch? pattern makers too also kind of do that mm-hmm. where like you, you can take real world photos and it will make it into something that you can then scan via QR via the Animal Crossing app on yes. your phone. Your, the Nintendo app. Your, your real phone, not your Nook phone. Yeah. <laughs> um, it gets confusing. Yeah. There was one, one quote from another designer at the very end of this that I read and I have like mixed feelings about and it just says... Um, it's from this uh, creator named Riley who said, at this point, I don't even play Animal Crossing for Animal Crossing. It's just a reason to hang out and do things with people I love. Oh. Which, like, That's yes. That's sweet. It is sweet, but then it just, like, makes me sad that, like, you know, this game, like, it's just, like, the Animal Crossing aspect of it is, like a little bit lost. I mean, yeah, like I get that that's why for me and you, we've been playing a little bit less because they've gone more towards the, like hanging out with other IRL people. And I guess like, if you think about it in certain ways, like that is like the whole reason animal crossing was created was because like the lead developer moved to a new town. It was very lonely. Yeah. And so they're just trying to, it's a game that tries to satisfy that. Yeah. So I guess, like, maybe encouraging actual connection with people IRL is, you know, just taking that even a step further. Yeah. But... Especially with this fucking year. Like, we're all isolated. This is... It is nice. It is nice. And that's, once again, let's circle back fucking 30 minutes when I was literally crying. (laughs) Like, this community. I mean, like, I would be so lonely this year if I didn't have all of you guys to talk to. Mm -hmm. So, and then yeah. um, within this article, <laughs> yes. there was a link to another article. Articleception. <laughs> yeah, Articleception, that was that was titled "The Business of Selling Animal Crossing's Irresistible Vibes," and it's a one <laughs> that what a title. God. Uh, two, it's an entire article about how there is an ecosystem of Adobe Lightroom presets for using on your Animal Crossing photos. Okay. To share on social media. That makes sense. So this is a whole other ecosystem. I'm sure if I went onto like Etsy right now, I could probably find these. Or I don't know if there's like a a store within Adobe for presets or whatever. However, a lot of people buy them on Etsy. There's also like Creative Market things like that. So that is like, that makes sense because I've been wondering what filters people were using on their fucking yeah. They're they're (laughs) it's presets that people buy in Lightroom. Yeah. And it's like a whole other world to just. You, you all know, if you follow Animal Crossing Twitter, yeah. the aesthetic. Yeah. That cottagecore-ass, like... But even, like, the wintry ones that are, like, a little faded. Yeah. And it's, like, you know they're not just using the camera. Also, I gotta say, plugging the Ramini app, if you were trying to... Because you know how the Switch, yeah. like, you take a photo and then it... The quality is just not very crisp when you actually take it off your you know, console and what put is it she, online. How is she compressing her? We do not know. I don't know, but she's squishing her. Like, <laughs> is that what compression is? I don't know. Just like removing the quality out of it to make it a smaller I'm file. picturing a sports bra. Okay. That's what that I'm works. Like two of them. Um, get the Romini app. It's fucking free. I started using it for Red Dead photos because Red Dead has like this really beautiful camera, but then when you take it off your like Xbox or whatever, it's just not great looking. Mm-hmm. You run it through the Rumini app. People are using this for like photos from like the twenties that they just like <laughs> are scanning to like actually remove all of the age to them. Yeah, yeah. It makes it I cannot explain how HD it makes it. And so if you're, you know, an animal, I'm going to start doing this for Animal Crossing too. Like the ones that I quickly tweet, like I'm not worried about, but like if I want to post something that like I want to look nice, mm-hmm. use that app, y'all. It is incredible what it can do to a photo. I just need to know how does she work? I don't know. And she's probably it stealing all of my data. So it's like, I'm recommending it, but I'm also but like, it's just like, you for, can go and read for the acknowledgements. You know, video game photos. It's like, okay, because it's just like, it's not me. True. Yeah, I don't care if you see Betty from Red Dead. You know? know? (laughs) But, like, it accesses your your camera roll, so... 
Yeah. It can see you. Can I don't know. How does technology work? Uh, um, we all know. <laughs> yeah. So we were talking earlier about <laughs> cheat codes. Oh, yeah. Um, and I just wanted to go on that a little bit more. Like, yeah. what is, like, it, I could imagine, like, there could be an app on the Nook phone that could allow you to enter. Or what if it was, like, you talked to Rossetti? He just, like, had a change of heart. And he's like, you know what? I used to yell at you about resetting your game. Now let's just fuck this shit up. Like, you, you know? get to go in the command center or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. You get to go in their uh, reset, the reset surveillance area, whatever yes. the fuck it's called. Um, and then Don is his brother, I think. And what if he just, like, helps you, like, hack the game? Yeah. What kind of things would you want to see as cheat codes? So my Sims ass, yeah. like, a BB move objects would be top on my list for mm-hmm. sure. But a like rosebud moment where you get bells, obviously. Oh yeah. People would love that. They I would just, never like, allow it, but. And the BB move objects thing, it's not even so much as like, I want it to be not off grid. I just want. I do. It, oh like, my God. Like I would be great, but like, there's also one that's just like, Oh, let me actually put this ramp right next to Nook's cranny. You know what I mean? What about like rotating that. items? And in BB move objects mode, you hold alt and you can rotate it like off grid perfectly fine tune yeah. it. And it's like so many times I'm like sitting there with my character turning like something outside and I'm just like, oh, this is like, I just wanted to sit on an angle. Mm-hmm. And now you could like have everything on an angle. And you could also place objects on the top cliff, which I know people have like figured out how to do, mm-hmm. like the one that you can't access. Because yeah. it would be great to have, like, some decor pieces up there that you just, like, don't have to interact with, but, like, that are there filling up the spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, they could do... Trees che- and stuff, like, planting trees together. They could do cheat codes for, like, bug and fish, like, multiplier, so it just, like, increases the spawn rates of, like, bugs and fish, you right. know? Or, like, cheat codes to be, like, no bugs, no fish. I don't know why you would want your island to be like that, but, you know, you could maybe, like, turn off fossils if you've collected them all and you just don't want to dig them up anymore. Turn off fossils. Although so, you can't just do that with, like, burying items, I think, and then it stops them from spawning. But, or it's burying fossils and you can just hide them and then they don't spawn anymore. So my brain goes to, like, the testing commands on and off thing in Sims where you get to access, like, more of the development stuff that you're not really supposed to have. Oh, yeah. And also, like, debug items. So, first of all, debug items. So, that's kind of just, like, the items that you see in the world that you cannot get yourself. Like, for example, Harvey's fence. Yeah, or, like, like the things that are inside the museum. I saw a thread the other day on Twitter of wish list items of things that are in the museum, especially, like, the butterfly room, like, that fountain. Oh, yeah. Or, like, the little plants and stuff that are in there, and there's benches and things. And so accessing those items, being able to place them. But I'm also thinking, like, with the testing cheats, there was also, like, this mod. And this, I know this is getting into mods, but, like, there was a mod for The Sims called, like, Command Center, like, MC Command Center. And it's, yeah. like, you can fucking control literally Every everything aspect. in this yeah. game. But you could, one some way to be able to decorate inside and out the villagers' houses. Maybe mm. even change the color. Yeah. Can you imagine? That would just be great if there was just a fucking cheat code just to be like, BB move objects if it like impacted inside a villager's house and you could like change things yeah. in there, you know? And then also like controlling what they're wearing and stuff. Mm. Because I remember there's like a couple where you get to like mass change people's clothing in the Sims and stuff like that. And also, like, your Sims are walking around wearing a bunch of ugly things because you have a lot of weird shit in your, you know, CC folder. Mm-hmm. And, like, in terms of, like, your villagers, like, they're wearing a bunch of weird things that you've gifted them just because you're trying to, like, gift them stuff, but then you don't really like the way they look. And I know you can report them to Isabel, but... So it's like, they're way kind of around that already, but... But, yes, but you can also dress not- them the way that you want. And, like, because sometimes I'll gift a villager, like, a sweater, and then I the next day I'm giving them a hat that I want them to wear with it. Yeah. But then they don't wear them together because... They just decide I only wear one thing you gave me a day or two (laughs) and they're totally mismatched like Rold will wear his security guard uniform but then he wears it with the flower crown now I have come to absolutely adore it however I wanted him to wear those go together yes but I wanted him to wear the little construction (laughs) and he like doesn't really wear that with that he wears that with the rainbow sweater and it's just very all over the place like I'd love to be able to give 
like huck a beret and like a little sweater Mm -hmm. and wear them together you know they could give you cheat codes for like thinking Tony Hawk style, like big head where like your head, it just oh, grows yeah. or like, you know, Ooh, sizing up objects and changing the size would be great. Mm, yeah. Or villagers cool. like just oh my God. diva towering over <laughs> like very much like that big baby episode of Rugrats. Yeah. But it's just diva. <laughs> uh, you could do like, you know, like faster speed, slower speed, like walking and whatnot. Oh yes. Maybe turn down the volume of waterfalls um yes oh wait that would be incredible that like i mean like that this is just me wanting volume control in the game for different aspects but i mean like you know in happy home designer how when you make like a any of the community buildings so like in happy home designer you can edit villagers houses and stuff but you can also make like a school and a restaurant and an office building and then you literally like choose the villagers that you want to act out the different roles like someone's the waiter someone's the cashier someone's a like a patron you mm-hmm. know and there's also ambiance noises that you can add and so you oh, can have yeah. like talking or like like plates clinking together and things like that it would be cool if there were like little like i'm picturing like those noise machines and you could just like kind of place them in the world and hide them behind mm-hmm. objects and they could just play like ambient noise that you want. That would, that would be cool. Be so cool. There would be like weather. Yeah. Cheat codes to just change what weather you're having. Yeah. Mm. Nerf the hornets or something. There's Wasps. So, there are so many options. Being able to build on the water so you can actually have floating islands. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, like terraform ones where you can like because I would want my house the sand, out there, you know, and then oh. like you know, cut cut yourself off. Like you dig out a little piece of land out to sea, and then you cut it off from the mainland, and you know, have a little island. Yeah. Oh my god! If I can make an island from my island, you know, an island away from the island. Yeah, I just got to get away from it all. <laughs> Something like that cheats when you're on the airplane and you can keep going to multiple islands somehow without having to go home. <laughs> now our Chico's are just becoming featured wishless. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's very important to me. <laughs> okay. Oh man. What ideas do you guys have for cheat codes? I would love to know. Cheat codes and mods. Cheat codes and mods. Cause that would be something I would love to see, but will never happen. Exactly. That would never, it's such a controlled environment. They would never add that ability at all. Yeah. And you know what? That's fine. I can dream. (laughs) And with that, let's head over to the dream suite. So first off, I've got a submission from Captain Dongers, 1991, who said, (laughs) (laughs) Hey guys and gals. So a little update. I've started working on my island slowly, getting it ready to have KK to come. Well, this last Sunday or Saturday, Blanca decided she wanted to leave my island, which I was actually hoping for. I only went on two searches for a new islander before I found Jacob. I said, well, I do only have one sly-talking bird named Robin on my island. Might as well double down. So now Jacob is coming, and I am excited. Oh God, the bird villagers are so underappreciated, and I mm, love this I for you. I love them so much. Jitters, please come home. God, whenever, anchovy. Whenever, like, I am adopting rolled yes. from Coral Bog. Coral this, Bog. This, it's Coral Bog now. And so then I have two more pots or actually, no, I only have one more plot that is going to be open then, which I need to grab rolled before those. I have two plots that I are I don't know open. when he's going to ask, I have though. to, like, grab him before, like, you might have to do a time travel moment. Like, Chris if I, if, forces Rachel to do time travel. Well, I mean, if you want me to adopt Not him, I have the spots that are open. You know open. what? You can take my fucking console, and you can go through the entire spiel, and you can do it. <laughs> because legally, I don't have the strength. But I had three spots, but one of them filled up with Chief, who Chief. is moving in. So I've got a little cranky boy now. So many of the wolves are cranky, you know? I guess that kind of fits, but... Um, we have one here from Desi of Peach Beach. It would be a nice quality of life improvement to have Leaf buy flowers the way he buys weeds. 
then at least every two weeks you'd be able to get some decent coin for the inevitable flower overruns that come. And oh my wow, fucking god, that would god. be so great. What if he also offered like a flower removal service where he like, oh, that if you did great. like the the terraforming removal thingy, but it was just like he gave you some sort of thing, and he'd be like, okay, just set this up here, and I will remove all of the flowers that is in this area. I have been wondering what we could do with the flowers because just like having people come over and take them anymore. Like now a lot of people have been playing this game for a long enough time that they all have their own flowers and they don't need yours. There's not as much of a flower drought. Yeah. (laughs) And so this is like the perfect thing to do with your flowers when you have too many, like, holy fuck. So remember that time we had hybrid flower islands. God, that was a blissful moment. Where did they go? Where did they fucking go? That was bliss. Those, we need them back. All right. Well, I feel like we've talked about so much shit today, and I think it's about that time that we go over and dox the patrons. For possibly one last time. This might be... We don't know. There could we be an know. update this month soon. If my predictions for next week are correct. Yes. But I'm going to treat this like it's the last time. And I'm just... <laughs> once again, I'm saying... Thank you all so much for funding the show. We really appreciate it. Yes. And we hope to see you on Discord and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get started with Paige Blue, who is a photogenic backbone. And Kelly, that knowledge thirsty klutz. Joanna Tartaglini is that thrifty meteorite. Kelsey, you're a thorny shell fan. Dylan Powell, you will always be my detail-oriented papa. And Anthony Lowbridge Ellis, you're a worldwide father. Liz Lane, you are lawn clippings that are late at night. Oh my God. (laughs) Also, can I just say, it has always bugged me that you say clippings. And I know that it is clippings, but I always just change it to late night lawn clipping because it just makes me feel better. I don't know why. Well, be mad at Animal Crossing. I know. I don't know what it is, but it just doesn't (laughs) sound good in my brain. Chantel Piot, you are a dad joking animal and don't you fucking forget it. Stoicy, you are an omnivorous coordinator. Hollis B. Langley, I'm highly aware that you are a highly aware life form. <laughs> Jasmine Lyons, you are such a small fry, wild child. Courtney McLeod, no talent that you possess could be mistakenly caught, <laughs> and that's game. Megan McNally, you've been with us for so long because you're an ancient wanderer. And that really is true, it Megan. It really is true. Um, Emily Lopez, holy fuck, you're a bait snatch and flag waver, also a Bait snatch and wag flavor. Wag flavor. You've got to do it one last time. One last time. Sorry. Zara Duncan, you're a flapping collector, or I used to say flapping coordinator, I think, or something like that. Something. Shannon Cusick, I hope you got some rest, you sleepless. What? Sleepless ringleader. Mackenzie Bell, I think it's time we dug you up, you buried sidekick. (laughs) (laughs) Jane Robertson, change it up, you phoenix. (laughs) Kim Vandersloos, I hope we learn your identity soon, you anonymous walking dictionary. Edrain, I love your power, you energetic frenzy. Sabrina Canton, I don't know if you've maybe grown to love the New Horizons music, you New Leaf music lover. Zach Johnson, I hope our friendship is not brutal, you friendship brute. <laughs> Maddie Davis, I hope your shifty muscles have settled down a little bit. Yeah. Tara Joy, you are a hospitable ghost. And I hope you... Your hospitality continues. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say, I hope you, like, resurrect, but I don't know (laughs) if you want that, honestly. Meg S., you've really brought your traveling paradise to this show, and we really appreciate it. Jess Adams, you're more than a casual punk. You're a fancy punk. You're professional punk. Professional. Tim Rogers, your radiance as a radiant pioneer can be felt all the way over here. Katie... You might be a specific tourist, but you are a very specific patron <laughs> as well, if we really appreciate you. Taylor Walls, I hope you have maybe saved up a little bit of bells, you atmospheric shopaholic. Jenny, you are never off-season to me, you off-season pal. You're on. Jana Wozniak, you're, you're not a weak fowl. You are such a strong bird. <laughs> <laughs> You were like, wait, is that a bird? Yeah. I can just feel your panic. <laughs> Alicia Anne Marie. I just think this one is still like one of the nicest ones. You're an art school rose. I got nothing to say. It's beautiful. <laughs> Jackie Cabot. I hope you found your wings, you flightless fossil. 
Yeasting unicorn, you've brought me such peace, you easy breezy pair. Meliza M, you know, you've really settled us down, you rowdy consumer. Natalie Bates, you are a self-paced tree, and I want your roots to really sink in. <laughs> Mason Sako, I hope we find you soon, you swept away chum. <laughs> Come back to us. <laughs> Allie Reed, you're more than just a nicknamed person. You're Allie Reed. <laughs> and you better not forget. Robin Scans, you tidy chill soul. I hope you go wild and crazy. Mess it up. <laughs> Carol Elizabeth, have you become a grub? You future grub? <laughs> Are you a pupa? I have so many questions. Lindsay Wallace, I hope you become a permanent member of our club, you occasional club member. Taylor Collins, you second floor influencer. I hope you got the penthouse. I hope, I hope you're you at the top. The, hit that third floor. <laughs> yeah. Lexi Fortner, you fickle designer. I hope you really just settled down on a design. And you really <laughs> found your niche. And last but certainly not least, Vlyn, you freshly delivered crusher. You can crush me any day. <laughs> Thank you all so much for supporting the show once again. We really appreciate it. And uh, if you do follow us over to Twitch or the Discord, we really just hope to see you all there. Yes. And for the rest of y'all listening... We love you very much, and we'll see you soon. Yeah, see you in our next episode. Yes. Bye. Bye.